breathe life into these ancient words, O God. Give us the gift of insight and clarity. May we know your good news and may we faithfully follow your call. Amen. Scripture reading this morning comes from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 15. It's on the screen. Wasn't sure if it was going to show up there. So you're welcome to follow along with me on the screen. Listen for what the Spirit is saying to each of us. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him, to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine she does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it over his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. These stories of shepherds searching for sheep and women sweeping for lost coins are full of good news. No matter how lost we get, and some of us are quite skilled at getting lost, no matter how lost we get, God will always find us. That is the entire gospel in brief. Maybe we're a sheep that has wandered away from the fold in search of greener pastures. Maybe we're a sheep that has run away from the fold as fast as we possibly can. It doesn't matter. The shepherd will chase us down and will not stop until we've been found. Maybe we're a coin that has fallen through the cracks of life, lying in some dusty, lonely corner of the universe. Maybe we feel like life has passed us by, like we've been forgotten. But the woman will tear the house apart, upside down and inside out, and will not stop until we've been found. And what happens when the sheep and the coin are found? The shepherd and the woman call all their friends together and throw a party. Their joy is so great that it must be shared. You know, they probably spent more on the celebration than the sheep and the coin were worth in the first place, but it doesn't matter. They don't judge the value of the sheep or the coin by market standards. They search out of love. And so when they find what they're looking for, there's no limit to the celebration. When Jesus is painting a picture here of a God who is reckless, who will not stop searching until everything that is lost has been found. God does not judge our value by any standard other than God's love for us. We are precious 
We are precious in God's sight, each and every one of us, no exceptions, and God will spare no expense in searching for us, and when we are found, joy echoes through the heavens. These stories are full of good news, and I hope we hear it, and I hope we remember it because we all, each of us, need it. But if you have spent much time reading the Gospels, you know that Jesus' words usually have an edge to them. They are good news, but sometimes that good news can sting just a little bit. Jesus comforts the afflicted, but he also afflicts the comfortable. The Pharisees certainly felt afflicted by Jesus. That's why Jesus tells these stories in the first place, because the Pharisees, you heard in the text, were grumbling. And I don't know if you grew up in the church. If you grew up in the church, you likely thought of the Pharisees as the bad guys, the self-righteous hypocrites who opposed Jesus at every turn. But the truth is, the Pharisees were the pillars of their community. They were the good guys. They were the churchgoers of their day, the people who played by all the rules and took their religion very seriously. So maybe you can understand their, their surprise, their uh, frustration when Jesus came along. And instead of eating and drinking with them, he has dinner with tax collectors and sinners and other sketchy people. If Jesus was a holy prophet, then he should be keeping company with the holy people, not all these lost sheep and lost coins. So they were grumbling. Of course, the truth is, we all get lost in one way or another. The Pharisees were just as lost as the tax collectors and sinners. It's just that they didn't know it or couldn't see it. We all get lost. Maybe we get lost like sheep. You know, sheep are not the sharpest knives in the drawer of the animal kingdom. And it's their thoughtless pursuit of their appetite that gets them lost. They nibble their way along, always looking for greener and greener grass. And pretty soon they've wandered so far from the flock they can't find their way back. It's their single-minded pursuit of something they want that gets them lost. Or maybe we get lost like coins. Someone handling change doesn't really notice a coin that slips out of their pocket. It bounces along the floor, gets buried in the grass, or falls through the cracks somewhere, and it's forgotten. Or sometimes just ignored. There's, there's a quarter that's been sitting on the floor of my bedroom for probably a week now. I keep seeing it out of the corner of my eye. I keep intending to pick it up, but, you know, life moves fast, and I keep forgetting. Coins don't do anything to lose themselves. They get lost. They get dropped, forgotten, ignored. We all know what it feels like to be lost, to fall through the cracks of life, to lose our way in the world, to feel left out or left behind, to forget who we are, to forget where home is. We all know what it feels like to be lost. We know what it feels like to be found, too. Surely you played hide-and-seek as a kid. Of course, the goal of hide-and-seek is to not be found, and there's always that one kid who hides so well that nobody else can find them, and after a while, the other kids give up on him and go home and leave him to rot wherever he's hiding. Uh, author and preacher Robert Fulgham talks about sitting at his desk watching a group of kids playing hide-and-seek, 
And one of them is hiding in a pile of leaves right under his window. He's been there a long time and everybody else has been found and the kids are all, all about to give up and go home. Fulgham considers telling the other kids where to find him or maybe setting the leaves on fire to drive him out. Finally, he just pounds on the window and yells, get found, kid! Get found. Experience the joy of being found. Maybe a better game for this is sardines. Do you play sardines in hickory? Is that a thing here? In sardines, the person who's it goes and hides, and everybody else goes looking for him, and when you find him, you get in and hide with him. And pretty soon, everybody is hiding together, all stacked in a small pace, space like, you know, puppies in a pile. And then somebody giggles, and somebody laughs, and everybody gets found. We all know that joy of being found where somebody comes along, climbs into your hiding place with you, tells you you're not alone, and helps you to find your way home. We know that. We know the joy of being found. But here's the question. Do we know the joy of finding? I think that's the challenge that Jesus is giving us here. Look back at that parable. Notice what he says. Which one of you having a hundred sheep? Do you hear that? You are the shepherd, not the sheep. You are the woman, not the coin. And Jesus is calling all of us to the risky business of seeking and finding all the wandering sheep and all the lost coins of the world. It is risky business. Who leaves 99 sheep all munching away on grass to chase after one little twerp that has wandered away? Who sweeps the floor all night and turns the house upside down trying to find a single coin and then spends more than the coin's worth throwing a party to celebrate? These are extravagant stories, reckless stories. Maybe they remind you of another reckless story, the story that comes right after this one in Luke's gospel. You probably know it with me, we could say it with me, where a father has two sons and gives the younger son his share of the inheritance and the younger son squanders it on reckless living and then he comes home again to the loving embrace of the father and the grumbling of the older brother, the story of the prodigal son, right? In all three of these stories, we see divine mathematics at work. A father has two sons. Of course, he would risk anything to find one of the two. A woman has ten coins. Now we've gone from one out of two to one out of ten, but still the woman tears her house apart until she finds it. A shepherd has 100 sheep. Now we have one out of 100, but still the shepherd risks everything to find that one lost sheep. You can extend the mathematics indefinitely. One out of a thousand, one out of a million, one out of a billion billion, the point is the same. God's grace is extravagant, reckless. As Alfred North Whitehead said, God is the tender care that nothing, nothing be lost. God will not rest until every lost part of creation is found. That's the good news. And we are called to do the same. That's the challenge. What do you think? As a congregation, 
Should we really try to find every little woolly troublemaker out there? Is it worth the cost to tear the house apart and move all the furniture around and search every little crack and crevice trying to find that one lost coin? It's tempting to settle down, to settle down as the faithful, comfortable 99 sheep. But this is one of our odd practices, seeking and finding, to be like the shepherd, risking the comfort of the 99 for the sake of the one. To be like the woman, kicking up dust and moving all the furniture around to find that one tiny little coin which desperately needs someone to see it, remember it, pick it up, dust it off, and bring it home. This is risky business, seeking and finding, but let's, let's not forget what it's all about. Remember, in the end, this story is about joy. When the lost sheep is found, when the lost coin is found, the shepherd and the woman call all their friends together and rejoice. When the prodigal at last returns home, the father throws a huge party to celebrate. And Jesus tells us their joy echoes through the heavens. So these stories are about risk, but they're also about joy. The joy of being found, yes, and the joy of seeking and finding others. May we, may all of us, join in the party. Thanks be to God. Amen.